Should vaccines be mandatory? This has been one of the most asked questions in the vaccine debate. The debate that has been asking questions since 1796, when the first vaccine was invented by Edward Jenner. A debate that has broken up schools, neighborhoods, and even families. Hi, I'm Peter Eight, and welcome to Arguments for Change. With this podcast, I will give you the opinions and facts about vaccines. I'll give you the arguments for and against vaccine use. And in the end, I hope to get you thinking. Think about why vaccines are important to society and why they should be mandatory for everyone to have. Before I get into the facts and opinions about vaccines, you need to understand how they work. Vaccines work by training the immune system to recognize and combat pathogens, either viruses or bacteria. To do this, certain molecules from the pathogen must be introduced into the body to trigger an immune response. These molecules are called antigens, and they are present on all viruses and bacteria. White blood cells will recognize the antigens as a threat and attack it. The white blood cells will remember the DNA of the antigen and have the success of killing it. So that the next time an actual pathogen enters the body, the cells will remember it as a threat and kill it before it can spread and make you sick. Now on to the story of how vaccines were invented. Edward Jenner is considered the inventor of vaccines. He was the first to inoculate someone with a dead cowpox virus. Inoculate means to introduce something to the human body to strengthen the immune system. The dead virus ended up giving the man an immunity to smallpox. Smallpox had been a major killer throughout the world and was what devastated the Native Americans in the 1770s. This discovery that inoculating someone with a dead virus to protect against a live virus was a groundbreaking discovery and led the way for the first vaccines. In 1798, the first smallpox vaccine was created and smallpox was completely eradicated from the world by 1977. Vaccines helped end a major killer in world history and saved countless lives. Vaccines have made diseases that were once common throughout America and the rest of the world almost unheard of. Polio, a disease that causes paralysis, has crippled millions throughout history. One notable person that has had polio was Franklin Roosevelt. He was a rising star in the political world until he developed polio as a young man. He continued his career in politics forever and became the 32nd president of the United States. He was a huge advocate for fighting a cure for polio and was one of the reasons awareness was spread and a vaccine was made. Polio has now been eliminated in the U.S. thanks to that vaccine. Measles and mumps are some other diseases that have been almost eliminated by vaccines. Measles is a very contagious disease that causes respiratory problems and rashes. You can get measles by just sitting in a room with someone who had it was in up to two hours ago. Mumps is a disease that causes puffy cheeks and swollen jaws. It is easily spread through coughing and sneezing. There is no treatment for mumps and it can cause long-term health problems. These diseases had almost been eliminated until people started not vaccinating their children. This allowed them to come back and start infecting people again. This wouldn't be a problem for those who are vaccinated against them, but it's a major problem for parents of infants. The vaccine for measles and mumps can't be given until you're at least a year old. This means that parents who want their child to be vaccinated have to worry about their infant catching either of these diseases just because other parents don't want to have their kids vaccinated. That's why it's very important for you to be vaccinated.
of the major arguments against vaccination is the belief that vaccines cause autism. This argument is based on the theory that the MMR vaccine, a vaccine that you're given around the age of one, affects the brain of the young child. This, in turn, activates this ability that sits dormant in all of our brains. Sounds pretty unbelievable, right? This theory was started in 1998 when a British researcher published a paper stating that the MMR vaccine caused autism in children. This paper gained a lot of publicity and started to spread like a wildfire. This then led to the belief that vaccines are what cause autism, and many parents deciding against vaccinating their children. The published paper led to more studies by doctors on this theory. They all came up empty. They found no relation between vaccines and autism. Investigations into the original research were started, and they found multiple problems with how it was conducted. A year later, the journal that published the paper redacted it, meaning that they no longer stood by the results. The researchers then came out and admitted that their research was flawed, and there was no relation between vaccine and autism. The same people who said it did were also the ones to say it doesn't. Unfortunately, it's, it was too late, and the belief had already caught on. Millions still believe in a faulty research paper and don't vaccinate their children. Other reasons parents have against having their children vaccinated rely on their religious and personal beliefs. Parents that make the decision based on religious beliefs say that the body is a temple and we shouldn't be putting anything unnatural into it. Parents that make the decision based on personal beliefs say that the child contracting one of these preventable diseases will help the child in the long run. Some say that natural immunity is better for the child than immunity acquired through vaccines. It's hard to change the minds of parents who have these reasons against vaccines because these are the core beliefs. Their entire lives are based on these beliefs and they won't be easily swayed. These reasons stand as a major challenge to those who are seeking to increase childhood vaccination rates. Now that we've gone over some of the facts and opinions for and against vaccines, let's look at some examples of how these decisions affect the real world. One town where this debate is raging is Ashland, Oregon. In Ashland, 28% of the kids that live there are allowed to go to school unvaccinated. Parents there have been debating if vaccines are necessary or not. Jennifer Margulis of Ashland says, why are we giving children so many vaccines? They get four times the number of vaccines that I got when I was a child growing up in the 70s. As a parent, I'd rather see my child get a natural illness and contract it in a way that illnesses have been contracted for at least 200,000 years since Homo sapiens have been around. I'm not afraid of my children getting chickenpox. There are reasons that children get sick. Getting sick is not a bad thing. So basically, she'd rather have her child contract a natural disease than give them an unnatural vaccine. Some parents in the town don't agree and think that the town is just asking for an outbreak. Lori Anderson says, it's an outbreak waiting to happen, and I don't have to worry about my own child. My child may be well protected because of his vaccination, but I hate to see people get hurt, injured, die, have to be quarantined and isolated because of an outbreak that is preventable with a vaccine. An outbreak of chickenpox did happen in 2014, and another outbreak of measles happened in early 2019. This just goes to show you that the vaccines do have an effect on the population. An entire town was shut down because a disease broke out that was entirely preventable with vaccines. And yet some parents still don't vaccinate the children. Even if multiple cases of what happened in Aston happening throughout America are cases which could have been prevented with a simple, simple vaccine.
that I've gone over some of the facts and some of the opinions for and against vaccines, I hope I've painted a clear picture of how important vaccines are for our civilization. Vaccines protect us from diseases that have killed millions in the past. Hundreds of years ago, if you told someone there was a way to eradicate the illnesses that have plagued them for years, they'd probably accuse you of witchcraft and say there was no way to be the disease. There were things you just had to live with. But now we have a way to cure and protect us from those diseases. We can live without fear of when the next outbreak will happen. We as humans are very adaptable to hard situations. We are always looking for the next disease to cure and the next vaccine to protect us from it. Take for example COVID. Thousands of scientists worked on a cure and vaccine for it, and hopefully the one they made will get rid of this virus for good. If it does, it will be just another disease to add to the list of what vaccines can protect us from. But if parents continue not to vaccinate their children, the chances of a global outbreak are greater and more people could die. Vaccines are very important, and this is why they should be mandatory. Thank you for listening to this little podcast of mine, and remember, a good sound argument can be the catalyst for change. I'll see you next time.